It's the Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The Jazz were winners this afternoon over the Pacers, 119 to 111 in a very eventful day for the Utah Jazz franchise uh, on the court and off it. Of course, the big story, Dwayne Wade now has uh, bought into the ownership group for the Utah Jazz that was announced this morning. Dwayne Wade was actually at the game today seeing his new team which feels kind of weird to say, come away with a win uh, over the Indiana Pacers. Donovan Mitchell did leave this game in the third quarter with a sprained ankle. X-rays were negative. He's going to have an MRI tonight. Uh, but uh, the, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, the feeling surrounding the injury is uh, optimistic. So we're going to take you through the post-game sound, and we're going to start things off with an interview with Dwayne Wade and Jazz uh, Majority owner Ryan Smith. They did this on the television broadcast at halftime, but we wanted to bring it to you now. So here is uh, uh, Ryan Smith, Majority owner of the Utah Jazz, newest member of the ownership group, Dwayne Wade, and Bowler and Thurl. Alema, thanks so much. Wow, what an exciting day for the Utah Jazz franchise, the state of Utah and beyond. As Ryan Smith, the owner of the Jazz, brings in Dwayne Wade as part of the ownership group. D. Wade, from me to you and Big T, welcome to Utah. And I have to ask, just right up, Ryan and D. Wade, how did this relationship all happen? <laughs> how did this go down? Well, first of all, thank you guys uh, for, for allowing me to be here and welcome me here. I'll turn over to Ryan first. Yeah, yeah. Well, look... Um, you know, when we put together uh, our ownership group, I mean, I don't think that I had I'd even gotten that far, but a couple of years prior to that, you know, Dwayne and I had been working, we've been talking together. Hey, how, let's get into business together. We've gotten to know each other and it always been time. We actually started talking about the ownership piece of this right about the time when it happened. And if you think about our group with Ryan Sweeney um, is a legendary tech investor. We got the Millers who have been the most amazing, one of the most steady hands in all of basketball and Mike Cannon Brooks in Australia. Like we all bring a piece to this and you know, where, where I come from in my business, I always try to get people around who add something who I want to be in business with, who, um, and, and we try to go for the best. And so when our conversations just kept going and going, um, this was a natural fit and um, you know, and, and Dwayne had a lot of opportunities to go with a lot of different groups and he, he chose us and he chose Utah, which is, which is pretty incredible. And so that's, that's how we think about it. And basketball is just really a piece of everything that we're going to do with um, from a business standpoint and everything else. Well, Dwayne, I, I want to have you expound <laughs> on that a little bit because with, with all your, your business acumen and the time you spent in the league, why Utah? <laughs> well, first of all, uh, let me, let me say thank you to Ryan um, Ashley and the Smith family for, you know, for thinking of me as highly as they do um, to Sweeney, Ryan Sweeney, uh, Mike, uh, uh, Mike Brooks as well, and the Miller family as well, you know, for allowing me to be a part of this family. You know, as Ryan said, you know, in my career, you know, at, at the same time as I was focusing on basketball, business was a big part of my portfolio and what I wanted to become when the game was, was through. And when you're able to get an opportunity to meet someone, you know, like Ryan that has, has been very successful in business, that can educate you, that can teach you. Um, I'm all about, I want mentors. And Ryan became a, a mentor to me. And did I ever think that this would be a part of our conversations? No, I did not. But this was always a goal of mine to one day, hopefully be a part of, of something bigger than I. And that's what the Utah Jazz is, is something bigger than myself. And we just started talking about, you know, what this could be, what this feels like, what it, what it could look like. And it wasn't, you know, just about, you know, one thing. It was a whole holistic approach for us. And we have some saying we have similar pillars, you know, and things that we believe in away from away from this chair. Um, our families, you know, I work in a community um, business where we're trying to go. 
And so I think it was just a perfect fit in for, for me as a retired NBA player in my next you know, act in, in business and in life. Um, this, is, this feels right. It feels good. And, uh, you know, we're the same age, too. You know, it's kind of <laughs> cool to be able to be a part of a partnership. That's good. We all are 40. Yeah. <laughs> the 40 club. You know, awesome. and, and Ryan, 40 club. And Ryan, you know, you sitting next to you is a mentor. And I know, D-Wade, that you have a special relationship uh, with a guy named Donovan Mitchell. And I think you said if you could come back and play, you want to be Jordan Clarkson. So you, <laughs> you, you, have a, uh, you do have a relationship with a couple of these players, and I'm sure beyond, uh, with this franchise. I do. Uh, I've always tried to take a, a mentorship, you know, kind of role in the NBA. You know, I understand how important veterans are. I understand how important guys that have done it before you have been there are to make sure that, you know, you can watch out for the landmines. And so when it came to Donovan, you know, he reached out to me. He connected to me very early because maybe because a lot of people talked about the similarities in our game and even in our temperament as players. And so we just connected. And just like a lot of other guys in the league over the course of time, I have been a big brother. I've been a mentor. And this is another example of doing that. It's really, I'm not the first to do this, but, you know, to be 39 years old, two years retired from the game, and to be sitting up here today with this, this is just showing Donovan, this is showing other guys in the NBA, you know, what's possible for us. And it's also showing, you know, the young kids in my community. You know, you guys, I grew up with this being a fairy tale. We're making it to the NBA, being an owner of a team, being successful in the world was a fairy tale. And I'm a living, uh, you know, example that fairy tales do come true. And so I'm excited about what this not only does for the NBA, but what it does for the little boys and, and girls out there that, that look like, you know, look like myself. Ryan, Dwayne, uh, congratulations. Welcome to the Jazz family. This is Jazz Nation. You'll get a taste of it this afternoon against the Indiana Pacers. And by the way, D-Wade, I know you've done some commentary. You're welcome in the booth, as Ryan is. Play-by-play, anyway. play, though. Yeah, yeah play. <laughs> come up here. Yeah, you can come up. That's a little harder. That's a little harder. I'm in the studio, guys. I know okay. how good you are in the studio doing what I do, but uh, love to have you up here. Yeah, congratulations. Big hey, it's day. just the beginning, guys. Yeah. It's just the beginning. We're just rolling, and thanks for all you do. Yeah, thank, thank you, Ryan. Thank you, guys. Thank you, D-Wade. Congratulations. Back upstairs, Alema. There you go. Dwayne, Dwayne Wade, Ryan Smith, Craig Bullerjack, Thurl Bailey. It's an exciting day in jazz franchise history. Dwayne Wade announced as a new part of the ownership group. Let's get to the game. The Jazz did win 119-111. Let's get some post-game sound. Let's start things off with jazz head coach Quinn Snyder. Hi, Coach. We'll get started with Tony Jones, The Athletic. Hey, Coach, obviously, you know, the big question is, you know, how's Donovan? And, you know, if you guys have to go and, and survive a stretch without him, you know, what are some of the things that you guys can do, um, you know, with, without him in the lineup? Well, um, first of all, obviously, we hope that, that it's nothing serious, but they're in the process of, you know, d- doing everything they can do to assess that. Um, as far as, you know, playing without, you know, any player, whether it be Donovan, uh, Mike, Rudy, whoever it is, there's stretches of the game, every game, you know, guys don't play 48 minutes. So, um, you know, things are different. Obviously, Donovan, uh, such a big part of what we do that, you know, like any player that's out, you miss him. Um, but you try to figure out ways to, you know, to play well and win, uh, regardless of who's available, because those, those things are going to happen. And uh, we have to be prepared for that, you know, regardless of who it is. But obviously, Donovan, it's, you know, He's, as I said, um, you know, a big, big part of what we do. But that's where guys got to come together and um, try to figure it out. Andy Larson, Salt Lake Tribune. And what were Donovan's spirits like after the game and kind of were his teammates able to talk with him um, after afterwards? 
you know, we, we didn't have a chance, you know, I come in and see you guys right after we, we, we break with the team. And, and, you know, when we speak to the team, it's more general, but um, you know, you guys have got a chance to talk to them. Ben Anderson, KSLSports.com. Quinn, as far as the game itself goes, uh, another slow start. It's like six or seven games in a row now. Is it the same thing or are you seeing different things? You know, I, I'll have to watch the, you know, watch the video to, to be even more specific. Um, you know, I, I think the common denominator that, that you know, I, I think I've mentioned this consistently is we just have to begin the game um, playing solid defense. And uh, we didn't have the, the requisite level of, of aggressiveness, whether that meant, um, you know, our pickup points and our ball pressure, um, guys on the weak side being more alert, aggressive, and shifted. Um, there's just a level of urgency that you have to have. And, you know, we're, we're facing teams. You know, Indiana came out, um, you know, playing very forceful on offense and really attacking. And, you know, I thought we were knocked back a little bit. But, you know, at the same time, I told our guy, it's nice to play well the whole game. Um, but there's going to be stretches where you're better than you are in others. And I think it was important for us to be able to, um, you know, to recognize that, find it. And, you know, obviously the, you know, the second half defensively, you know, we were, we were pretty darn good. So that was good to see. Hopefully it can be four quarters instead of two. Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. Quinn, I was actually just going to ask you about that. Can you elaborate on, on what changed defensively in the second half that you go from allowing 69 or whatever it was in the first half to 42 in the second? Well, sometimes, you know, we, we look for kind of a list of things that maybe you do differently. And, you know, although there, there's um, we played in the second half, we switched pick and roll for about three or four minutes. But I, I don't I don't think there was any one thing from an adjustment standpoint as far as it was just kind of a general level of focus and aggressiveness. And um, that manifests itself a lot of different ways. Um, probably the, the easiest statistic that you can look at in addition to the actual score uh, is the rebounding. Um, you know, we were able to, to secure a lot more defensive rebounds. And, you know, there was a time when they were getting those offensive rebounds and getting extra possessions. And some of them were threes, some of them were layups. And it's hard when you spend, you know, a lot of energy and, you know, you have a really good defensive possession. If you don't secure the rebound, those things can be deflating. Last question, David James, KUTV. Coach, what determines when Mike Conley plays both ends of a back-to-back, -back, which he has once since the All-Star break, or when he sits one, is it four games in six days, how he feels, other issues with the roster like Donovan Hurt? What, what will guide that going forward? Rudy's got a crystal that we consult, and we rub it for a while and, and try to come up with a result that Mike likes. And uh, obviously, no, they're – facetiously of course but you know I, I think I mentioned that I, I think every situation is is different um some of it, it really more than anything depends on you know just the continual assessment of, of where he is physically um you know and how he feels and you know that collaboration and partnership and that I think is is crucial and there's other factors that that can go into it at various points whether it be you know, a certain amount of days off before or after. Um, but more than anything, you know, it's it's where he is and how he's feeling. And then the overlay on all that, obviously, like all of our guys, is, you know, we want to make sure that um, we're not just, you know, healthy, but also rested to the extent that that's possible. And that, that's hard right now. So you're weighing a lot of different things. 
you know, I know for Mike, he, he loves being out there and, and there's a continuity involved with being out there. Um, so I wish I could give you a more specific answer, but it's, it's, it's really, it's not Rudy's crystal, as you know, but it, it, it is something that I think we're, you know, constantly monitoring. And fortunately, you know, there's a, there's trust between Mike and uh, Mike Elliott and, and myself that we just, come to the best decision that, that we possibly can under the circumstances. There's Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder. He talked about the defense. Defense was much different in the second half. The Jazz only gave up 42 points in the second half on the way to the 119-111 win. It was a monster game uh, for Rudy Gobert, specifically defensively. But he had 13 points, 23 rebounds, an assist, a steal, and four block shots, including just a monster block on DeMontis Sabonis that started a fast break going the other way. But let's hear what Rudy ha- uh, Rudy Gobert had to say after the game. We'll start with David James, KUTV. Rudy, obviously the defense was not good in the first half, and obviously it was excellent in the second half. What changed? I think number one on, uh, on mindset, you know, uh, we were way too passive in the first half. Uh, they could drive go wherever they wanted to go. And uh, they, they just played harder than us in the first half. So we, once we picked that up, uh, I think our communication, our physicality, and uh, everything was better in the second half and uh, completely changed the momentum of the game and it fueled our offense. Andy Larson, Sully Tribune. Sorry, uh, Rudy, have you have you had a chance to talk to Donovan yet? And, and did you get a chance to see the injury or kind of what happened on that play? And kind of what are your thoughts about uh, potentially losing him for a you know significant part of, of the season? I didn't see what happened on the play. Um, I saw him in the locker room. He was in great spirits. So hopefully, you know, we can uh, get him back soon. But uh, yeah, I didn't see the play. I don't know what happened. I didn't know where it was hurt at first. But hopefully it's uh, nothing serious and, uh, you know, we can be back. Very soon. Ryan Miller, KSL. Yeah, Rudy, how do you kind of handle the emotions when a player like that goes out? I mean, it's tough. You know, it's something that, uh, you know, you never want to see happen, uh, especially when it's one of your teammates and one of your leaders. You know, so it's part of the game. You know, we we do everything we can to uh, to avoid that. You know, we, we try to take care of, of ourselves uh, uh, off the court. So it's uh, yeah, it's tough, you know. It's tough, and uh, you know, uh, it's always like when when something like that happens, you always kind of pause a little bit, and uh, and then you have to refocus on the game for sure. Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. Rudy, just given what an integral part of the scheme Donovan is, what did you see from other guys in terms of stepping up and kind of filling his shoes uh, after he went out? I mean, everyone stepped up. You know, Joe, um, Joe stepped up, Jordan, uh, Boyan, Mike. You know, we, we know that, uh, I mean, we, 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 are, we have a deep team. So, you know, it's a, it's a luxury that we have. Obviously, uh, there's only one Donald Mitchell, but, you know, we got a lot of guys that can handle the ball. So, you know, we just try to, you know, keep playing the right way and, uh, and you know, and keep sharing the ball. And, uh, you know, I really think our defense is, is, is the key. And, uh, and offensively, you know, we, we have a lot of talent. Maxime Lagorgeous, the free agent in France. Uh, bonjour, Rudy. Salut. Uh, je, je voulais savoir, explique-moi, est-ce que, est-ce que vous pouvez m'expliquer votre capacité à prendre autant de rebonds dans un match Parce que prenez un match à, à 21 rebonds, 
C'est votre cinquième d'année, c'est juste euh, énorme. Et vous êtes le seul en NBA à faire ça. Uh, I'm going to answer in English. Voilà. If you want. No uh, <laughs> about the rebounds. So, I mean, I, I think rebounds is a very important part of defense. You know, uh, a lot of guys are good at blocking shots. A lot of guys are good at guarding. But when you're able to guard and, and then secure the defensive possession and, and, and secure the ball, you know, it's, uh, it's huge. You know, it's huge for your team. And, uh, you know, when I, anytime I contest a shot, I try to make sure I'm able to, you know, gain a position to, to, to rebound. And, you know, tonight, uh, Derek was out. So I just told him I, I pretty much took all his rebounds. All right, that was Rudy Gobert, 13 points, 23 rebounds, four block shots for Rudy. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich led the way for the Jazz in scoring. He had 24 points on 9 of 16 shooting. He had this to say after the game. Okay, we'll go Chris and Kenny, Jazz TV. Hey, Bogey, well, a lot happened today uh, for you guys. Uh, how would you first just sum up what it took to get this one done today? I mean, our, our defense second half was, was, was way better. We didn't start the... The right we we supposed to once once again we gotta we gotta be more concentrated from a, from a jump ball so so great win we got a tough one tomorrow tomorrow as well. Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. Hey Bogey, just wondering if you saw Donovan's injury when it happened and if you've had a chance to kind of uh, talk with him after the game. Actually, I didn't saw it at a at that moment when when it happened. I saw the. I saw the video after the after the after the game what happened. So, but really, I don't know. I don't know what to what to say. I hope it was not intentional. That's all I all I got to say about uh, about his injury. Tony Jones, the Athletic. Do you find yourself, you know, just personally, um, making quicker decisions with the basketball when you catch, as in terms of, you know, catch and go, catch and shoot, uh, or catch and just move it. Um, And, and has that started has has that made a positive impact on on how you've played the last four or five games yes you're right I think the the way when I'm getting the ball I already have have advantage because we are doing great job in, in pick and roll not just just me Royce had a had a go and catch a couple situations today especially on a late one when he when he made a made a floater so we are all working those point five decision when we get a ball either to to shoot it, try to get in uh, inside or, or move it right away, so we don't we don't stuck with the ball, and and kind of waiting for Rudy to to play picker. But as, as I said, like our 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 point guards Donovan and Mike, particularly and Joe as well, the guys that are handling the ball doing great job putting us in 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 position to have those those one second advantage that that we have and we are getting the ball. Andy Larson, Salt Lake Tribune. Bogey, what was your reaction to learning that Dwayne Wade was now a minority owner of the Jazz? What did I say? Can you repeat again? Sorry. Just what was your reaction to learning that Dwayne Wade had become a minority owner of the Utah Jazz? Oh, I think, I don't know on the business side what they are doing, but for me and, and for, for our players personally, it's mean, it's mean a lot, especially to see him in, in our locker room, see him around us having some some advice for 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 any any player particular in Donovan I think that he gonna he gonna benefit the most from from D-Wade being being part of, of ownership David James KUTV just to follow up on that when when did they let you guys know how did they let you guys know that uh 
he was part of this. And, and I'm curious if you have any relationship with Wade before this. I mean, I played against him a lot of times, but I don't have any any relationship. I mean, Ryan told us that he's gonna he's gonna be part of, of ownership, but that's that's all I can say. John Kuhn, AP. Boyan, um, when you see a teammate like Donovan go down with the injury, he did I mean, what? What kind of impact does it have on you guys, and um, how how did it influence just the way you finished out the game as a team today? I think we won the game with our with our defense, not not with our offense. Of course, that we're gonna. I don't know how long he's gonna be out, or 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 how bad is his uh, his ankle right now. They gotta do exams, I guess. But uh, of course, there is gonna be different different situation right now if if he won't play. But uh, but at the other hand, we gotta we gotta play our our defense, and we're gonna we're gonna have a chance against anybody in the league. Last question, Nicole Tab Deportes. Hi, congrats for the win. What do you think was different in the third when the team made the big run to win the game? I mean, our like I said, our defense, we didn't start the game, game well. We are giving the teams way, way too many layups and, 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 and offensive boards in the first, first and second quarter. And then when we start to play like, like we're supposed to play, like I said, we're going to have a chance against, against any team. But our, our defense and, and, and controlling the board second half was, was big time. That was Boyan Bogdanovich after the Jazz 119-111 win over the Indiana Pacers. Let's uh, wrap up the player sound portion with uh, Mike Conley. Mike Conley with a double-double this afternoon, 10 points, 10 assists, his second double-double in as many games, and he had this to say after uh, the game was final. All right, we'll start with Andy Larson, Salt Lake Tribune. Mike, what was your reaction to learning about Dwayne Wade becoming a minority partner in, in the Jazz, and kind of what does that mean to you? Well, I think it's a very exciting time uh, for, for the Jazz organization, uh, for Ryan Smith, um, to get a guy like Dwayne Wade, you know, Hall of Famer. We all know his accolades, but for him to be um, so interested in, in joining an organiza- organization like this, uh, a team like this, a city a state. Um, it says a lot. It says a lot about what he believes um, can come from it and, um, and, and the growth that can be made. So uh, it's pretty, it's pretty neat to see him in the, in the stands and get to talk to him. John Kuhn, AP. Mike, uh, when you guys saw Donovan go down, I mean, what was kind of the, the first reaction you had and, and how tough was it to just kind of refocus on the game and, and, and get the victory after that? Um, it, it was, it's always tough to see one of your guys go down, but, um, you know, Donovan in particular is just, you know, he's so important to our team and, uh, and he kind of make, he's what makes us go. So, you know, we knew that, you know, seeing him limp off, it wasn't good and that, uh, he probably wasn't coming back this game or, you know, it might be out for a little bit. And, um, at that point, you know, our team kind of got together and just said, Hey, this is part of the game. This is what we have to do this is what, this is what's in front of us. Um, guys are gonna have to step up. So. I thought we all did it collectively tonight, uh, you know, in a, in a situation where a team came out and really uh, gave us everything they had and, um, you know, got us into a little deficit early. So I was proud of the way we responded, um, you know, with Donovan going down. Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. <clears throat> hey, Mike, just wondering if you got a chance to speak with Donovan, kind of, you know, get a feel on on where his mood is at in the, in the wake of this injury. 
Yeah, um, he was in he was in good spirits when I talked to him. Obviously, he's uh, frustrated with you know the the injury, how it happened, all that. But um, you know, same time, he's he's ultimate teammate. And he's just rooting for us, and you know, he's making jokes. So you know, he's he's still same old Don. So I think he'll be fine. Um, he's just another little obstacle in the in the way, and um, he'll take that challenge and and be back before we know it. Ben Anderson, KSLSports.com. Mike, Donovan's never really been injured all that much in his career. You've dealt with it a little bit more. What's kind of the key mindset uh, that you have to take when you've been hurt? Uh, patience is one, um, but you have to be able to to take it, you know, each each day by day. You know, one day you're going to have a good day. The next day, you know, it might set back another, you know, day or two. So you have to be mentally prepared for that and not think that it's just going to, you know, every day you're going to feel better and better and better. So, um, just be mentally prepared for the ups and downs and don't rush back too quick. I know I've done that one too, one too many times in my career. And, uh, our, you know, our training staff is, is one of the best and they'll make, they'll make sure he's in great hands and take care of him the best they can. Now Campbell, utahjazz.com. Hey Mike, um, Dwayne Wade spoke on being interested in the business side of basketball while still in the league, um, but also being an inspiration to people to follow in the footsteps. So does his move into ownership kind of inspire you with the thoughts of life after basketball? Oh, for sure. You know, to see, you know, to see Dwayne uh, and the moves he's making, uh, they're really powerful. You know, for one, I mean, he's an African-American male and um, ex-basketball player. A lot of things I can relate to. Um, and for me, you know, in, in the, the, the back part of my career, you know, it's something that shoot, it, it gives me hope that, hey, maybe I can do that. Maybe, you know, the next guy can do that. So um, those doors are open and he's allowing all of us to see that. And um, it's been a great inspiration for a lot of us. David James, KTV. Mike, the team's been uh, really good as long as they have two out of three guys with you and, and Donovan and Joe, but with Donovan now apparently out for a while and with you managing the hamstrings, I'm wondering what's going to kind of guide the decision on whether you play or don't play and how you handle this going forward. Yeah, this is a, uh, this is a little un uncharted territory for us as far as that's regarded, but um, you know, as you know, as we go through the season and the back-to-backs and, you know, scheduling, I'm always just, you know, taking a backseat to our training staff and letting them kind of tell me what's what I should do and what's the best option and best move. So, um, you know, we'll see, you know, I, I'm not sure about, you know, how we're going to handle everything, but obviously we, we'd rather not have as many guys out, um, you know, going down the stretch and keep a good rhythm. Last question, Kyle Goon, Orange County Register. Hey Mike, I, I know this is obviously kind of incidental with Donovan getting injured today, but you look around, the, the contenders, um, you know, Kawhi's out, LeBron's out, AD's out, James Harden's out. Um, there's just a lot of guys missing. I'm sure maybe you saw yesterday your friend Mark Gasol dislocated a, a pinky yesterday. Um, is there increased talk among players that the nature of this schedule and, and how many games you have to play in so few days is adding to the overall toll that injuries are taking? Um. I, you know, I don't think we've had too many conversations about it, but uh, it's, I think it's become apparent uh, across the league when you start looking at it league-wide about, you know, how many guys are getting injured, how they're getting injured, whether they're non-contact or contact, you know, all those things come into play. And uh, we understood coming into this year, I mean, even going into the bubble that, the, you know, this season was going to be different. This season, season was going to be compressed. And, um, you know, we're going to have to <clears throat> take care of our bodies as best as we can because we know that injuries do come from, you know, lack of, you know, rest and not having as many days off. And 
having to travel every night. So, um, you know, it's part of our job right now and uh, it's unfortunate, but, and hopefully, you know, there'll be less injuries and guys, you know, won't have to have to deal with that stuff, but it's part, part of what we're, we're up against right now. And um, we'll just see, see how we handle the rest of the year. That was Mike Conley. Uh, 10 points, 10 assists as the Jazz win over the Pacers, 119 to 111. They are now 42 and 14 on the season, 26 and three at home. They now hit the road. Uh, they're taking on the Lakers tomorrow afternoon at uh, 2.30. But coming up next, more Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Jazz down nine. Let's see if they can work their way back. Donovan is down on the ground on the left side of the floor. And the Jazz have called a timeout. Donovan is Donovan is injured. He is being helped off the floor right now. Ingles driving, kicks to the corner. Bogdanovich, corner three. Bogey! 106-99, Jazz by seven. O'Neal breaks the 45, puts up the right-hand floater. No, Gobert taps it up and in. Utah by nine, 112-103. They trailed by 17. Rudy, obviously the defense was not good in the first half, and obviously it was excellent in the second half. What changed? I think number one on uh, on mindset, we were way too passive in the first half. They could drive, go wherever they wanted to go. They just played harder than us in the first half. Once we picked that up, I think our communication, our physicality, everything was better in the second half and uh, completely changed the momentum of the game and it fueled the offense. Have you had a chance to talk to Donovan yet? And kind of what are your thoughts about uh, potentially losing him for a you know significant part of, of the season? I didn't see what happened on the play. Um, I saw him in the locker room. He was in great spirits. So hopefully, you know, we can uh, get him back soon. But uh, I mean, everyone stepped up. We have a deep team. So, you know, it's a, it's a luxury that we have. Obviously, uh, there's only one Donald Mitchell, but, you know, we got a lot of guys that can handle the ball. So, you know, we just try to, you know, keep playing the right way and, you know, and keep sharing the ball. And, uh, you know, I really think our defense is, is, is the key. And, uh, and offensively, you know, we, we have a lot of talent. All right, Gordon, the Jazz won 119-111 over the Pacers. They're now 42-14 and on the season, 26-3 and here at Vivint Arena. The defense certainly was a story, and Donovan Mitchell was a huge story. Donovan goes out in the third quarter with an ankle sprain. Uh, X-rays were negative. Uh, he's going for an MRI tonight, and uh, it, it looks to be a, a sprain in the lower ankle, so it's not those high ankle sprains, which are which are so very tricky. So a lot of optimism out there about uh, Donovan, but at the very least, he's going to miss, I, I would guess, uh, at the minimum, a couple of weeks. You would think that, especially for the demands, the rigors of the NBA, what's required of that. Anybody who's ever sprained an ankle, the, you know, the wide spectrum. I mean, sometimes it, 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 I mean, but I know people who have had a severe ankle sprain and they, they still felt it months later. And with all the, with all the treatment that uh, Donovan will get, I would expect him to be able to bounce back a little quicker than that. I mean, it didn't necessarily prevent people from being able to use it, but they could feel it. Kind of like you talked about with Boyan Bogdanovich's wrist, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I think he feels it. And so, you know, we'll, we'll see uh, what the what the uh, determination is as far as the injury, and and then he'll get that treatment and go. But we're going to – could this be a situation? If you're, Are you an optimist? Are you feeling optimistic today? 
about what? My own life? No. <laughs> I just wondered if you wanted to look at the donut instead of the hole, even though the hole is bigger than the donut, maybe on this occasion. Was this but, knives out? Yeah. I know. No, I, I, I mean, I'm feeling optimistic <laughs> about the Jazz and Donovan Mitchell. No, I, I, I just wonder if, if this somehow, because the Jazz have a lesser, a less difficult schedule down the stretch, if they have to play without Donovan for a while, if this could end up helping them. Oh, it could. I mean, it could. You know, as, as guys need to step up their games, you know, to to fill in for Donovan, I think I think it could have that effect. We've seen it before when Rudy, I mean, a few years ago when Rudy missed some games and the Jazz were struggling defensively, they had to figure something out. And then when Rudy came back, in fact, this was Donovan's rookie year, when Rudy came back from injury, their defense was lights out because they had gotten used to playing without Rudy and then you threw, threw Rudy back into the mix and they were unbelievable. So, you know, you hope that that's the type of scenario where guys lift their games and then Donovan comes back and everybody's playing at a high level. It could be. I don't know. It's 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 really hard to say uh, at what price. You know, I mean, will the Jazz lose more games? Let's say Donovan misses, I don't know, pick a number. Five games? Okay. Okay, if it's five games and they lose ground in those Western Conference standings, um, it, it, are people going to freak out over that? Or And should the Jazz do whatever they can to uh, to preserve their – lofty standing in the west or will will they will they will the, uh, priority number one be getting donovan healthy and making sure that you don't wear everybody else out too in in his absence because that could happen as well because certain players aren't used to having to uh, fill in for for their star so you're pessimistic then no i'm not pessimistic i'm just talking about stuff i'm not saying one way or the other well you asked me if i was optimistic and i'm reading the tea leaves from your point there you're seeming pessimistic no i i i don't know i i i don't know it could end up helping the jazz it could end up hurting them but either way you don't want to make one problem or two problems into three and a good way to not do that is worrying about two problems becoming three guess what happens it becomes becomes four four. (laughs) It's kind of like it's kind of like the guy who let's say someone I don't know who somebody sprained their ankle, and so what do they do? What's their natural tendency? It is to rely if they hurt the right ankle, it is to rely on the left ankle more, and so yeah, you heal up the That's right. It's in ankle, proverbs, isn't but it? But your left ankle now is in jeopardy. <laughs> so the so, solution is just don't play anybody and lose the next five games. <laughs> No, that's not what I'm saying. It's not that I'm being pessimistic. It's just that I'm being realistic. No, I'm not saying it's going to be one way or the other. I'm just saying those are considerations, Jake. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, I honestly, you know, there's kind of a, a a combination. There was some reporting about the wear and tear, and the and we talked about it, what, all week pretty much, Gordon, right? The the truncated season and what effect it's having on, on injuries. And there's already, you know, tweets out there talking about Donovan Mitchell and people being angry with the league. Uh, yeah, hey, I'm 
front of the line when it comes to getting angry at people. But Donovan, <laughs> uh, Donovan, this particular injury, he just landed wrong. Now, you heard Bogdanovich say, I hope it wasn't on purpose. Yeah, I as, hadn't even considered As that. a player got underneath him a little bit. I had never really considered that until Bogdanovich said something. So, I don't know. I'd have to maybe go back and examine the replay a little bit closer. But that was, that was not a... Um, a wear and tear type injury. That was Donovan came down, and I mean it. It rolled pretty significantly. It was pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, yeah. It's funny how it takes a player to come up with the whole idea that it might have been some sort of nefarious, uh, you know, activity there. But uh, I don't know. Donovan could not put pressure on that ankle. You saw him. He needed help to get off the court. And I, I had an, I had a, an injury just like that playing basketball, and uh, it was, it was a bad one, Jake. I mean, I'm nobody's idea of a wuss, or if I can use that. Is, word, is this but. like when you compared your cramps from going on a leisurely walk through the park that you called a hike up a mountain to when LeBron James had like a torn calf? No, because the injury, even though my level of play was much lower the injury itself was uh, just as severe and it took it took a long time for that to heal but then i tweaked my other ankle on another occasion and i was back at it pretty quick after that so i mean hero he no I'm not, not all heroes that. wear capes it's true <laughs> no no that's not my point my point is that human <laughs> structure uh sometimes uh and, and maybe donovan like i said he gets he certainly gets better treatment than I ever got, and maybe he's, he's, uh, and this happened to me when I was about his age. So anyway, uh, I'm sure maybe he's a he's as a superior athlete. Maybe he heals quick too. I don't know. Uh, like you like you mentioned earlier, Jake, we really haven't had to to wonder about that with Donovan because he rarely gets hurt. And uh, yeah, that, yeah. that in and of itself is remarkable, considering. The torque on his body, the way he plays, the way he drives to the rim, the way he spins and bumps into people, all that. He's hes really been remarkably durable. You know what? I mean, I'm watching this replay over and over again, and it was Edmund Sumner who, uh, who slid under Donovan. That could be intentional. I mean, he, he kicks his leg underneath him. Austin, see if you can find that. Because I, I really had. Well, without watching it, I, I know it was just because that's the, my nature. I would, I, I would, you know, hate to believe something like that was on purpose, but I also am not naive to think oh that, my like, gosh, that, he's that looking stuff right doesn't at it. happen. Yeah, he's looking right at it and kicks right under Donovan. There's a five second uh, just repeat of it happening over and over. I'm going to retweet that. Jeez, I hope that it wasn't on purpose. That looks like it could have been, honestly. What would the motivation be for that? Take the other team's best player see, out. Win see, the I, yeah, I know, but it's not like they're playing. It's not like the Jazz are a rival of the Pacers. It's not a team that they're positioning Stuff like that against. is usually to make the player uncomfortable. You're not trying to hurt the guy. That's, you're making yeah. him You're making him think about it the next time he jumps. It's still egregious. And it's still dirty, but he's you're not trying, trying to, to make sure he doesn't get the ball. Yeah, it's kind of like a guy. I don't know if you remember this guy, Grayson Allen. Was he really trying to injure people when he was tripping them, or was he just being a jerk trying to keep them away from the ball? The bear. Well, I mean, tripping in this, I think tripping is way, is not nearly as bad as 
coming down in somebody's landing space. Like like the most egregious one that I can think of, and maybe Austin, you or Gordon can can think of a, a more egregious one. But do you remember when Zaza Pachulia slid under Kawhi Leonard in the yes, playoffs? Yeah. And and I honestly don't think Zaza was trying to take Kawhi out of the series. I think Zaza was trying to make it uncomfortable for Kawhi. One of those things where next time you take a three, you're going to think about landing on my foot. And you're going to think about hurting yourself badly. That's probably I, what it was. And I think stuff like that goes on a lot in the NBA, as dirty as it is. But this day, yeah, this doesn't look good from Sumner, my opinion. And maybe that's unfair and it was completely... Um, on, I, on accident, but yeah, that's not a, it's not really a good look. Obviously, the Jazz players are questioning it because Bogdanovich said something. Sure, but as I watch this, Jake, Donovan's ankle turns before the contact occurs. As he lands back on the floor, his ankle turns, and then they collide shins, sort of. See what I'm talking yeah, about there? Well, it could be that he was trying to get a get. Uh, contact on Donovan anyway, but I don't know if that's what caused the ankle. But, but does Donovan land normally if the dude's not sliding underneath him like his like he was Steve Sachs? <laughs> that's a good point, Steve Sachs. <laughs> anyway, Gordon, you should find that video. I'd be curious to get your opinion, actually. Well, I watched it uh, a number of times, but uh, I, I, I don't know. I, that thought didn't even cross my mind. Right, so go back and look at it with that thought okay. in your mind. All right, I will. Here you are trying to make me more negative. Yeah. And by the way, Steve Sachs, that's a that's a name that we usually would hear from. Gordon is a guy that played in the early 80s. It wasn't early 90s. It, it had to be at least early 90s because he was on Mr. Burns' uh, uh, softball team. <laughs> he retired and he went 81 to 94. So a good long career for Because he got, uh, in that episode, he got arrested by the cops. And they, <laughs> they said, good news, boys. We can now... Closed the book on every crime committed in our city. They all pinned, they pinned it all on Sachs. Oh, man, Steve Sachs. Just because he couldn't throw straight for a long time? Could Steve Sachs not throw straight? I don't know. Oh, yeah, he had a bit of an arm problem, uh, accuracy, throwing over to first base for a while there. I was four. Not Chuck know. Knobloch? You're not thinking of Chuck Knobloch for no. Yankees second baseman who couldn't throw to first? No. Steve Sachs also suffered from that for a while. We'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, Gordon, uh, only two-hour show today, but we managed. Yeah, it's been a busy day for me. I wrote two columns and, uh, of course, watched every second of the jazz game and then enjoyed spending more time with you than I would have otherwise. So anyway. That's not true. You didn't enjoy it. Yeah, I did. Tim Lacombe will be back tomorrow. Right? <laughs> I so. do appreciate it. You did uh, two... Uh, well, I, I guess you did one entire pre and post with me, but uh, two games with me this week. I appreciate your help. I did, you know, I did do, I did two pre-half and posts. No, you and, did, and one post, and one more. Post. Oh, that's right, from the Kings game. That I guess that was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I apologize. That was, I guess, technically last week. But yeah, so Gordon, you've been on it, man. I appreciate yeah. it. You've been stepping up to the plate. No, it's been fun. We've had a good time. It's uh, the Jazz. Obviously, are very interesting this year. And uh, some a couple of very interesting tweaks today. Well, Gordon, uh, Tim is is supposed to be back with me tomorrow, but uh, you never know. Keep your phone on. May need you. May need to send up the bat signal. 
Okay. You know, sometimes my phone doesn't work very well. Well, Especially on the weekends. It just seems to do that. If I I don't hear from you, if I I don't respond, don't take it personal. At least he's not telling you the excuse he gave Lisa with the artwork. That's true. Right. Very, got a working very hard. I would never come right out and lie. (laughs) Uh, Except for the once. I would never do that again. again. <laughs> uh, no, in all seriousness, Gordon, you, you enjoy your weekend, buddy. I, I look forward to chatting with you on Monday. All right, man. You too. You guys have a good one. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.